Welcome in to Your Retirement Untangled with Andrew Nida and Mo Param. Welcome to Asset Management Group's private client podcast. It is Andrew Nida sitting alongside my brother-in-law and great partner and friend, Boys Prom, here on July 7th. It's been a while since we've been doing this together. I know, guys. Listen, I oh, listen. I appreciate uh, uh, you guys, right, for the opportunity to step away and spend some time with some family. We went south for uh, brother-in-law. Brother-in-law, listen to me. Went south for my nephew's Nephew. wedding. Yeah, so which was awesome. It was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but my son was in Panama City, so talking about a road trip, I do not recommend. I went south to Panama City to pick him up, and then west to Daytona, Daytona. And all on the same day, which wasn't terrible. But you know, there's nothing fantastic about that drive. And then watched the wedding, which was awesome. And then left the next morning and went up to north of Myrtle Beach about an hour to Shalot. North Carolina, Shalot, baby, Holden Beach, fantastic place. By the way, if you've uh, if you've never uh, been on the Atlantic, or if you have, but you're looking for a different place other than like Florida coastline, Shalot or Holden Beach. Uh, what is the other one called? There's another one right there next to Holden Beach. Kind of a quaint, a little bit more, uh, you know, less busy than your typical Florida beach line. Uh, fantastic place to travel, though fantastic place so really enjoyed it we, we have family over there so we just you know kind of low-key inexpensive vacation like the old days just you know jumped in there in a house with some family and stayed there 15 minutes from the beach it was a good trip yeah it sounds like a good trip and then yeah so i was at i was at daytona as well with you mm-hmm. and then uh held down the fort for about two weeks and then in two weeks i'm going to panama city Hold on. I was only gone for a week. He, he makes it sound like I was gone forever. <laughs> Look, let me just, just so you guys know, and you're not thinking, guys, Andrew working, just so everybody knows, missing two radio, two podcast shows doesn't mean I'm gone for two weeks. Just one week. <laughs> yeah, I just live early Friday and come back the following Sunday. Uh, anyway, no, life's been good. And it was a great, you know, listen, speaking to, on that point, you know, sometimes uh, what's necessary that you take time to just step away. And for you guys, especially for the ones that are listening that are already retired, okay? That is honestly what we hope beyond anything to bring to the table for you is just the ability to let it go. Not worry about the day-to-day intricacies of of investing, the concerns of the market, both up and down markets, the economy in and of itself, the worries that come with no longer having to work and which is great, but the worries of not having the ability to create income, you're relying on your investments, you're relying on a retirement plan in and of itself. You know, our goal as a firm is just to say, to be able to bring the comfort to you to say, Hey, let it go. We got it. We got this. Yeah. We talked last week about financial independence and, um, and, and, and essentially that's what it is, right? Being, having the ability to, to have that financial freedom to live the golden life, live the retirement life that you've saved your safe heart for and have desired for this moment. And then have that, that reassurance, that peace of mind that your plan is working and is solvent because yeah. of the good hard planning that we've made together for you. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's really what it is, you know, having that, that, that time away to unplug, rewind, uh, unwind, relax, and just enjoy life. That's exactly right. And, you know, we're going to bring this back up in some of the conversations we have a little bit later in the show about the markets. And, you know, obviously today represents the first podcast, if I have that correct, the first podcast for the 
second half yep. of year 2023, which is nuts. We're already six months in, but, um, but anyway, and yeah, Mo, you got a, a vacation coming up and, you know, wrap up the summer. And so for you guys, I hope you had a great July 4th. It has been some time since I've been able to speak to you, but I hope you enjoyed uh, time with family this week and just, uh, you know, relax. And if you didn't make it a point to do it this weekend. Yeah. So with that said, you ready to jump in? Yes, do it. All right. So uh, before we jump into markets, I want to I want to throw something out there. Obviously, uh, you know, Mo and I not only invest your money, we invest our own money, which means we have access to advisor client, just like you have access to advisor client. And one of the things we wanted to point out is if you haven't noticed, there is now a new window that says your account moves to Schwab the weekend of September 1st. This this window um, is like a banner at the top of your dashboard as soon as you log in. It's a countdown, 56 days, okay? I, I would really encourage you to take a moment and just explore what that looks like. There's a button right there uh, that says go to the Transition Center. And when you do, there's a video available from Charles Schwab and then the dates and deadlines of what to expect and when to expect it. So I would really, uh, once again, encourage you to just take a look at this. Keep your eyes out. No, there's not anything for you to do today. It's just great information. The video is really good and just kind of gives you some knowledge on what to expect from the Schwab dashboard. Uh, the Schwab dashboard now at this point, Mo and I already have access to. Uh, we have seen it. We have used it. And it looks like it's going to be, um, you know, I'm just going to say better, mm -hmm. the truth be told. And that's what we were hoping for. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the downsides I have always personally felt with with advisor client is just the the user side of the technology, the website itself, just didn't really offer a lot that I felt was necessary from an investor's perspective. Yeah, it was, it's, it's definitely difficult to even just get a, a true sense of like performance. Right. You know, how am I, how are you performing on a, on a you know, calendar basis, uh, a quarterly basis, whatever it may be. It's, it's hard to kind of get those numbers from advisor client. Mm -hmm. And it looks like a little, it's a, it's much easier on Schwab to at least I get agree. some data on it. Absolutely agree. And, and to that point, um, I'll, I'll reiterate as we go through these transitions, we're in the final weeks of wrapping up our transition to our new trading platform. That's pretty much complete. Thank, thank you, you know, for your help in that process. Um, but as we're wrapping this up, you know, the access points that you guys have, you know, from advisor client eventually changing to Charles Schwab and some of the new systems that we're releasing, it can get a little confusing in the mix. Which website do I go to? Um, so remember, feel comfortable bringing that to our attention. Feel comfortable saying, hey, just help me, Andrew, reset, Mo. What website do I need to use? What do you feel is the most useful website to just get good information on how my money is working for me. Okay. And we can guide you through based off of what you like to see and how you like to experience your, your, your investments online and help you kind of choose the right, the right system there. Yeah. Yeah. Cause all the different sites we have all have um, advantages to them. And the more detailed you want to know about your investments and about your plan, you'll use multiple sites. But those who are, you know, who just, I'm just, I just want to see, I just want to focus on the numbers. How much am I making today? How much did I make this quarter? Uh, what's my value? What's my performance? Then it's, you know, Schwab by itself is, is enough. That's right. That's right. And then have a little grace with us. Um, you know, we're obviously having to clean up some of the connection issues, but to do that, that is a, a solely a TD Ameritrade 
you know, communication between us and them. And you could imagine as the closer we get to the transition to Schwab, the more complicated it is to get TD to process those types of technology requests quickly. And so we have run into some scenarios where we're just kind of pushing, pushing, but just a little bit delayed there in, in having them fix it. So um, have a little grace with us. If you need us, let us know on that matter. And then lastly, on the transition, you'll notice the dates and deadlines page, the first one, August 1st, less than one month away, you're going to get access to your Schwab client dashboard. Okay. So that'll be the first step that you have to take. Apart from that, just settle in for the next several weeks. We will keep you posted and uh, just want to throw that out there. So Regarding, you know, markets and economy, it's been an interesting week. Um, we had, what, ADP come out yesterday with l- nearly, you know, 500,000 private positions and jobs created, mm-hmm. um, which was double, I think, the expectation. Uh, you know, and th- there's a lot of interesting information that comes from that. Number one, you know, revisions are seem to be the name of the game now, so they'll... You know, They'll come out with information like this and then go through a process of revision. But, you know, private sector jobs doubled what they were expected. What do you think? I mean, it's a good sign, right? I mean, there are, it does come with some scrutiny behind it. It's, you know, there were certain sectors that actually, that really catapulted the growth in the private sector. Yeah, like half. Like half, half the number. Right? Hospitality and leisure. leisure. So, uh, and then we're just coming from a season where we have a lot of grads. Um, from college, so let's see what that really does. But uh, to, to to those numbers, but yeah, I mean, it, it's a po- it's positive news that there is um, that much healthier of a job in labor and labor force. But the the reports today that came out uh, from the uh, the non farm payroll at what was it two hundred and. Which was slightly below expectations. expectations. Yeah, it was interesting. I was listening to the um, chief economist with ADP and. You know, when they came out with the numbers, you know, she was she was basically addressing two two sides to the coin. Number one, the the new jobs are good for the economy, but not so good for the whole inflation story, right? Which is, you know, what the feds are obviously focused in on. And, you know, what what she brought to the table I thought was pretty enlightening was that although a lot of these jobs have been created, the reality is is what really is driving inflation from her perspective, and I and I would tend to agree in some aspects, is the fact that uh, wage, the wage story needs to be focused in on more so than just available jobs. Um, and so what she was saying, it was basically that we're not seeing a massive increase in wage and that we're actually seeing that settle. And as a result, although there's more jobs, the wage uh, increase is not happening. Mm-hmm. And so we're not going to see an increase or an uptick in inflation as a result of more jobs, just because the fact that not people aren't actually making more money. And so I thought that was pretty interesting that she was um, mentioning that. So she didn't feel like it was a major inflation issue. Um, she didn't feel like Powell was going to, you know, come back with any type of negative perspective as a result of the increase in jobs. She just, uh, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. But Powell, you know, Powell recently, you know, recently said that, you know, he still expects to see more rate hikes. Uh, I think he said at least two by the end of this year. So that probably don't, that probably supports, <laughs> supports his perspective. <laughs> right. Right. So, you know, it, it's, you know, the, the whole phrase of don't fight the feds, right? I mean, he's been pretty, pretty adamant about what he wants mm-hmm. to see in the markets, what he wants to see in, I mean, in the markets, what he wants to see in the economy before he really feels a need to start uh, 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 pa- pausing and, and reducing rates. Mm-hmm. And so he paused it last time. Um, 
but again, I don't think any, any of the news that came out the last few days is really will, will in my opinion, uh, change his course mm-hmm. of continuing maybe two rate hikes by the end of the year. But I think, you know, at the end of the day, the economy, the economy strong. You know, um, I was having, we were having a, like my godparents, they are my godparents. We were having them over for dinner on Monday night and the, he works for one of the largest mill working where they do mold molding, like trim for the residential space. Uh, one of the largest companies in the business period in the United States. And, you know, he's, he works, com- uh, his territory is like the Southeast, as far as I think Mississippi, all the way over to like South Carolina's North is like North, like Tennessee area, but, but the Southeast is his territory. And, you know, he, he's, his perspective was in the residential space that, you know, if you look at just like maybe Atlanta, Chattanooga, but you know, the Southeast as a whole, but this area is so hot and heavy that he, he still believes you can't build homes quick enough to supply the demand that we're having here right now. Mm. And so, you know, we're, you're seeing that and it's like, you know, a lot of times investors, and, and I know this has hurt so many people and thank goodness it hasn't, you know, we, we've been, uh, you know, wise enough to, to be able to not be reactive to the market, to be able to be responsive to what we've been seeing, to not be in this story. But so many people have, and so many investors have been waiting for this like crash you know, they've looked at the inv- inverted yield curve. Mm-hmm. They know that historically the inverted yield curve has predicted a recession. And so you're coming out of 2022, you're coming into 2023, you're expecting a recession. A lot of investors, if you look at the inflow data into securities, government fixed income, safe haven assets, it is tremendous. All while the NASDAQ, the S&P, even the Dow a little bit are having incredible starts mm-hmm. to the first, you know, incredible first half year, 2023. Yeah. I mean, it, I think this is one of the, 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 the first most anticipated and expected recessions that we've, we've ever gone through. Right. And so what you're seeing is a lot of companies are, are, are preparing themselves for this. So we're still seeing layoffs. We're still seeing companies being financially uh, responsible with their cash. Um, you know, we've seen large companies like what was it Disney the other day slash a, a huge force, uh, a huge um, percentage of their workforce. That's because they're making dumb businesses. Well, that's it's, that's true. <laughs> uh, but but at the end of the day, I mean, companies are preparing, in my opinion, for this looming recession. And so you, you ask yourself, as an investor, you know, the the valuation of companies right now does it seem pretty attractive because this recession is already baked into the pricing. And so you're right. I mean, there are a lot of, a lot of folks that have, you know, for over the last 18 months or so moved their money out of equities into safe money with, with some understanding behind it, but the market, but you're missing out, you're missing out, you know, you're, you're really missing out. And, and then, and then at what point do you get back in? Yeah. Right. Is it too, this is a decision I think would be very, very complicated for someone who um, tries to play that, that dice game of uh, timing the market. Well, you have to make two perfect. perfect decisions. One is when's the best time to get out. Like, did you move at the bottom, right? Mm-hmm. Well, before the bottom, right? So avoid all of the losses. But then when do you, when is the appropriate time to get back in the market? Do you get back now when that when the S and P's up double digits when Nasdaq's up thirty percent is now mm-hmm. the time, or 
you know, are you expecting another drop and it doesn't happen? And no matter how much one might think they do that and they get it right, statistically, just Google it. Look at the amount of inflow into those sectors, those safe haven sectors for November and December and January. Massive amounts of money at the bottom of 2022 going into these safe haven places, all while the first half of 2023 is tremendous. Right. You know what I mean? So, so you know, our focus here, once again, at Asset Management Group is to obviously not be uh, reactive emotionally. That's the key. But we can be reactive fundamentally. And, and so the way that we build a strategy, the way that we're focused on opportunity, the way that we're managing risk is why, go back to the very first part of this conversation in today's podcast, is why we can sit back with comfort and hopefully you feel at peace knowing that you can live out your retirement without worry or concern because the right risk has been taken in the right area of your plan. Not with how much risk you think you can take, but how much risk we know you can afford to take. That's the key. And so uh, this year, we're you know super pleased with where we're at, super pleased with the work items and the task at hand. And, uh, you know, we're close to having this transition to Schwab behind us. So not too bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's been it's been a year of transition. You know, we've, we've used that word so many times in our emails and podcasts. And, you know, just personally, I, I will well, first of all, thank everyone for you know the grace and the patience you've you've uh, you've, you've extended to us. But I personally am looking for forward to this transition to be completed mm-hmm. September 6th, you know, just kind of plowing forward because now we've all moved over to Orion. Schwab is in is in place and then we can get back to business as usual. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Well, listen, we hope you guys are doing well. Once again, thank you for uh, giving me the opportunity to take a quick break there. And uh, with that said, we hope you have a wonderful weekend. And uh, God bless. Be safe. Get outside. Enjoy the sun, even though it's a little hot. And enjoy the weekend. Take care. Investment advisory services offered through Asset Management Group, a registered investment advisor. Andrew Knight and Moise Peram provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Asset Management Group. By contacting Asset Management Group, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.